Today's episode is brought to you by Progressive, where drivers who save by switching save nearly $750 on average. Quote now at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $744 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2022 and May 2023. Potential savings will vary. Thanks for supporting the Fable and Folly Network. Here's another show we know you'll love. I got this really strange email last night. I need to see what's going on with this mystery file. Hey, it's a map of a town called Ocean Bay. Someone sent these images to you for a reason. I'm so lost right now. When was the last time you chose a direction and followed it? I'm going to Ocean Bay. We don't get many tourists this time of year. Ocean Bay is a friendly town, but we're not that friendly. I never sent you an email. I don't even know you. And why exactly are you here? The map is the reason we're here. Maps help when you're lost. Do you know what a trap street is? Trap streets aren't real. They don't exist. Don't trust anyone unless they give you a reason to trust them. I, I think he's dead. How could so much damage happen to a human body in such a short period of time? What the hell is going on here? From the creators of Strange Air, this is Trap Street. So maps can have secrets. Yes, maps can have secrets. Follow and hear new episodes of Trap Street anywhere you listen to podcasts. What are you doing? Oh, yeah. Um, I'm packing my away kit. Taking another trip to the Lower Decks? <laughs> lower Decks? Oh, hell no. Every time I go down there, I lose points toward my narrator badge. Anyway, I overheard the crew saying the planet we're hanging out above is a possibility for terraforming. So they're heading down and you thought you'd join them? How exactly were you planning to do that without being seen? Oh, that's easy. Can't I just use the narrator's shuttle? To? <laughs> oh, pretty please, with Cyclesian barbed cherry fruit on top? There's a reason it's the narrator apostrophe S shuttle, not the narrator S apostrophe shuttle. You could come with me. Did you double check their readings? Last time Madeline said there was plenty of oxygen, the landing jets set fire to the entire planet. Double and triple checked. Gravity's a bit weird, but within range for walking with grab boots. You know what? I'm feeling adventurous. This planet got a name? Sentient life? I don't know. It's not on any of the charts. Not that that's really saying much, since the chart is basically a blank sheet of paper with band-aids and, for some reason, expired Dramamine tape to it. Let's do it. Let me pack and get my grav boots out of the closet. Meanwhile... You sure we don't need gravity boots? I checked the readings twice. The G's here read same as Earth. And the air? I checked that one. 
Roughly 78% nitrogen, 21% oxygen. Same as Earth. A few other things floating around in there, but nothing that looked concerning. Says the machine that doesn't breathe. I am, however, flammable at high temperatures. I double-check the numbers, believe me. But by all means, wear the spacesuit and helmet, if it makes you feel better. Nah, I'll take your word for it. But if you're flinging a dinghy, I'll take it out of your aluminum hide. Uh, flinging, uh... I believe you're all amply concerned about our own hides to be telling the truth, Captain Jesse. Are we gonna go down or not? I'm feeling oddly like I should lie on a couch and watch football games and groan a lot. Or go out and take over my neighbor's house. Uh, why groan? I have no idea. Weird, huh? Uh, Pluto not joining us? Nope. He's writing more letters about his planet's designation to the International Astronomical Union. And that Tyson fella, ooh-wee. If we ever get back to Earth, Pluto's gonna flash fry his chicken nuggets. You know that's not the same Tyson as... Never mind. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Your hooves are glowing. Ah, hell. Well, it appears our four-legged friends has netted himself a, uh, side quest. I guess we best get moving to the shuttle. Are we sure Greg's quest is down there and not here on the ship? Oh dear. Hey, it's his quest. If he's on the ship, Olivia can keep an eye on him. If he's down there, Jesse's right. We should get a move on. Did that seem downright captain-y to anyone else? Also, I'm hungry and I can't get to my trail mix because only Greg knows the combination. You have a combination lock on your lunch pail? Yeah. Yeah, Stop! No. You can explain on the shuttle. Oh, never. Let's go! Come on! Seatbelt to... Alright, alright! Are they still bickering in the corridor? That would be a yep. Right. We should be able to take off undetected. Look for a good brushy spot for us to hide the shuttle. On it. As our brave narrator and tour guide... Oh, come on! ...set course for an alien planet, their minds turn to one thing... Cranberry sauce. Huh? What? I don't know why. Oh, also, green bean casserole. Now you mention it, I've had visions of Brussels sprouts all morning. Weird. Hush. Their minds turn to one thing. What will they find below? Ooh, so good. I know. Push that lever forward. What are you waiting for, Mad Pants? Get off the bloody shuttle. You're holding up the line. I'm trying. I can't seem to step down. Um, what does that mean? I'm not sure how many things that could mean, Joe. <sighs> okay, maybe explain what's happening. I put a foot out. I lean forward. Nothing happens. My foot doesn't... Go down. Excuse me there. Hey! How come it works for you? Because I can math. Gravity equals body weight here. Meaning, you can neither fall down nor fly up. So I brought my boots. Yeah, me too. Scoot over, Cap. Good thing no one listens to you, Mads. Move it. Uh, if you could just shift over. Uh, thank you. Uh, come on. Mm. Great. What about me? I'm not hanging out on the shuttle all day. Oh, I planned for you. See that thing hanging next to you? That's a gravity leash. Tie it to your belt and throw me the other end. How am I supposed to throw it to you with no gravity? It's a gravity leash, Captain. 
It accommodates to ambient gravity. You couldn't just tell me to bring boots. I figured being tugged around like a parade balloon for a day might get you to check your numbers more carefully. This is so undignified. Catch! Righty-ho, and off we go. Uh, what happens if you let go? Nothing. She just hangs there like a rock climber in a fireman's belay. <laughs> I have no idea what that means. Oh, you see, it's when you're doing a rappel and... Or interest. Right this way, I, I think. Based on what? I'm terribly sorry, Captain. I, I, I can't hear you. Based on what? Um, I, I don't think, uh, oh, I don't, I don't think our captain's going to be much use today. What a pity. Uh, follow! What are you doing up there, Mad Pets? I feel weirdly bloated. Like I just ate a lot. Or like I'm full of air. Yeah, well, I bet you stay up there till the gas passes, all right? Very funny. Hey, I see something. Yeah? What? Something moving through tall... Something else is? Like a, like a dog in a cornfield sort of thing. Uh... So, c- could it be Greg? I can't see what's making the trail, but the size is right. Are we heading in the right direction? Uh, a little left. No, no, my left. We're facing the same direction, you dafko. Just go that way. Keep an eye on it, Captain. If it changes direction or pops up an eyeball on a stock, let us know. You have to admit, they don't lack for bravery. They're dragging their captain behind them on a string. Bravery is not what they need more of. I think she looks kind of cute. Go away! Scoot! Off! Is something wrong, Captain? Some weird insect, I think? Hey! I thought you couldn't hear me! Hmm? Ah! Sorry! Sound waves just don't travel normally here. Ah! Oh! Hello! Oh! Oh! Oh my god! Oh, uh, of course. Gotta keep an eye out, Mad Pats. <laughs> Is that an alien? <laughs> you like to see someone? Damn it. We need Olivia to translate. But without our helmets. Is this better? Oh, good heavens, you speak English. <laughs> Not at all. But you apparently speak Clep with a crutch accent. It's lovely to meet you. That's Jay. I'm Daisy. What are they saying? I can't hear. Do you not understand my nipsa? Your what? My nipsa. He speaks with a slight sharp accent, but they're not that different. You really don't understand him. Uh, you're saying your language and, and his are the same? Hmm? Absolutely. Just a different accent, uh, like like mine and and, and Joe's here. <laughs> Are they choking? Reel me in closer. I can't do that. Why not? E, uh, leash compression. Very dangerous. Could snap you out into space like a tiny wee jammer at the end of an overzealous roller derby whip. Uh, I, I believe that laughter. So, would you would you mind translating that? Certainly, but you must consider getting your ears checked. He's speaking perfectly normally. He said there's no difference between this fellow's voice and yours. <laughs> I think His Majesty might beg to differ on that. Do they have Greg? Right. We're looking for a mate of ours. 
four legs, stripey bits. Sorry. Jay, would you mind affecting a Kretsch accent? Translating is getting tiresome. Oh, oh my God! There's uh, ah. there's another face back here. Creepiest. Uh, really, Jesse, you what? Really, you freaked really out too. Just, uh, well. Are you saying you only have the one face each? <laughs> that does rather explain a lot. Does it, indeed? Perhaps you and your buoyant friend there would like to join us for lunch. Uh, that'd be nice if it's no trouble. What are you doing? They might be hostile, despite sounding like Thurston Howell the Third. They also might have Greg, who might need rescuing. Plus, I'm hungry and kind of cold. Um, any reason to think their food isn't safe for humans? Hmm? Dr. Von Hacklepickle gave me a scanner. I'll give everything a quick once-over before we tuck in. Are you all right up there? Not bad, thanks. Little chilly. Dare say, look out for batter bees. One bite can kill you. They're not green and yellow with triangles. Oh, <laughs> insects not at all. Then, Oh, well, I guess that's okay then. Oh, dear. At our home, we have warmth and food. Sounds good to me. Let's go, troops. While they follow their hosts, Jay and Daisy, home for food and fellowship, let us tell you a bit about this place they've found themselves. Apart from completely wonky gravity, much of this planet looks familiar. Large, tree-like things shade the path. And under the shade are copious, ferny plants and small, squirrely animals. Occasionally, something deerish can be seen in the distance. Oh, look! Something deerish in the distance! Ow! Damn it, Donna! Can you stop tangling me in the branchy type of things? Just lower me down under the canopy. Sorry. Gravity compression, you see? I thought it was leash compression. That's what I said. Fortunately for Madeline, their host village isn't far. Our crew are led to a clearing in the foresty type stuff. Around the edges are several elegant dwellings. Uh, they're gonna spot us here. Yeah, duck behind that elegant dwelling over there. I think that one belongs to our hosts. How do you know that? It's the only one with a swimming pool. Huh? Hush. Here, let's crouch down over here. This looks like a windowy thing. We should be able to hear whatever's going on inside. Please come in. Can I get you something to near? Uh, yes. I get a double. Sorry, Captain. Oh, it looks like there's gravity in here. That's nice. Ow! Hey, y'all. Oh, hey, oh, there you are. Right. Right. There you Where are. You are. Been? are you a hostage or something? Uh, your, your, your hooves are uh, still aglow, I see. Hmm? Yeah, I've been chatting with a bunch of Cretch folks, but nothing makes sense for a side quest. Anything glowing that we need to take? Uh, just the sunset. Reflecting off those mountainy sort of things. Uh, is that it then? What do you mean? We're here to see if this place is terraformable, remember? Is that telling us we need to take the mountainy things? And the lakey bit? And all that glowy horizon stuff? Oof. Oh no! I'm not saying I agree. Just putting it out there. What happens if that's the side quest and we ignore it? Well, I'm sure G2 would say to eat the food, kiss the babies, poison the well, come back when everyone is dead from smallpox or something. 
and take the planet. Uh, this is sounding vaguely familiar. It's sounding very familiar. Captain, we, we can't do any of that. Yes, I know, Joe, but we're going to need to figure out how not to do that without borking the side quest and blowing up the ship or something. Hey, they're coming in. Duck. I'm already ducked. I know that, but the listeners don't. Oh, you're going to say hush now, aren't you? You know how to avoid that, right? Put your helmet on. Why? The air is fine in here. Translation circuits. Oh, yeah. Oh, oops. Sorry. Forgot. Got it. Jay, stop pushing. I assume you want to tell me something because carrying multiple drinks in accommodational gravity isn't an issue. Well, I did a quick bagel search on these creatures. I don't think we want to be too friendly. They have rather a habit of overstaying their welcome, like your in-laws, to put it mildly. By the way, where is your mother? Yes, I saw the same. I'm a bit confused about the beads, though. Apparently, if you accept them, you either have to give them an island or reveal your mammary glands. They are a very confusing species. Let's just politely dissuade them from staying. We have some leftovers of that awful dry bird creature in the pantry. I'll serve them that. Also, the sour can gelatinous goop your aunt insists on foisting off on us. We have some stale bread as well, darling. Perhaps we could do something with that. I know what. It's a bit gross. It's mad gross, actually, but it'll for sure turn them off. Let's hear it. Stuff it up the bird's backside. <laughs> you are awful. I said it was gross. <laughs> I'll throw some seasoning on it so they don't get suspicious. There's also some weird hairy root vegetable taking over the lower garden. I'll grab some of that. Add a nice grit to it. Oh, you know we'll have to eat with them, right? <laughs> Darling, if the plan works, it'll be worth it. <laughs> oh, bit much. Sorry, darling. As host G and Daisy set about preparing the meal, our hairy root vegetable of a crew are working out how to fulfill their side quest without overstaying their welcome. The Fable and Folly Network supports creators of exceptional audio stories, including the one you're listening to right now. If you love our shows, we want to hear from you. Complete our listener survey at fableandfolly.com survey. This will help us learn more about you, what you like, what you'd like to hear more of, and how we can maintain an inclusive, safe atmosphere. As a thank you for your participation, we have extras and behind-the-scenes content from your favorite shows. Fans make the network what it is. Thanks for listening, and we can't wait to hear from you. Find our listener survey at fableandfolly.com slash survey today. Okay, we're agreed. Eat quick, make polite conversation. And do a quick scan for anything aglow that isn't an entire planet. Then hightail it on out of here and pretend we didn't see Greg's glowing hoofs. Well, I think it's the best we got. We should give him a gift. Anyone got anything we could use as a gift? Uh, I have a comb. It, it's kind of hairy. Good lord, how? It's not like you ever use it. Hey! Well... Hang on. Uh, there's a bunch of stuff in here. Let me look. We're back. Ah, hell. Is something wrong? There's a flashlight in here. You're joking. Let me guess. It's on? Uh, appears to be. Yeah. And shining downwards. Perhaps on your hooves. That is a thing that is happening, yes. Ah. Mm. And that's, uh, meaningful? Not at all. 
Thank goodness. Hang on just a battered and deep-fried minute. If there's no side quest, why did the sandwich machine bring you here? Are we still speaking Kretsch? They've stopped making sense, Jay. Oh, thanks. I wasn't aware they'd started. I did find some beans. Oh, dear. If we must. I hope this is acceptable. We don't have any islands. Oh, whatever are you... Goodness. No, put it away. Give him the beads, Greg. Is it me, or are those beads glowing? Also, you can lower your shirts or whatever those flowy things are. Um, that makes no sense at all. We already had those. Uh, maybe the side quest is to give them away. To these folks. There is no side quest, remember? But maybe do it anyways. These folks are awfully nice. With pleasure. Here you go. These are lovely, thank you. Do you know, I think this is just what I need for a pulley system I've been designing. Shall we lunch? I'm uh, feeling a bit guilty about the lunch, darling, so I'm just going to run around and whip up some nice gravy to make it nicer. I think great-grandmama's super lumpy gravy surprise. The surprise being, of course, how lumpy it is. No one ever sees it coming. (laughs) It's delightful, but they don't choke on it. Good plan. I'll get the booze and weed. Are we far enough away? I think so. Go for it. So as the triple sun of whatever this place is begin to set one by one, our crew sits down to a better than expected meal of dry bird, weird sour stuff from a can, and lots of gravy. They share stories of home with their hosts and learn about the planet they're visiting. Then as the meal finally ends many hours later, Captains Madeline and Jesse, Donna, Joe, Mrs. Sheffield, and Greg make their way back to the shuttle. And it's not just Madeline who feels bloated now. Having forgotten they'd need to take Greg back with them, the crew are a bit cramped for space on the return journey. But return they do, side quest, assuming there was one, successfully accomplished. Back on board the Oz-9, the crew gratefully sink into their bunks to dream of more adventures and silently provide enough gas to fuel them to the farthest reaches of space. If only they could harness it. Ooh. Just be glad we have our own oxygen supply. You've been listening to Bonnie Brantley as Jesse, Donna, and Daisy. Eric Perry as Joe and Jay. Shannon Perry as Madeline. Kevin Hall as Greg. Sarah Golding as Mrs. Sheffield. Kyle Jones is your narrator too. And Chris Nadolny Gorley as your narrator. Our music is composed and performed by John Faley. Lucas Elliott creates our artwork. Sarah Golding is our dialogue editor. Normally, the super talented Christy Talent Sage does the sound design, but this time you're stuck with Shannon Perry, who also penned this mess. Oz9 is a proud member of the Fable and Folly Network. Be sure to check out all the great shows at fableandfolly.com. See you next time, Space Monkeys. Till then, we wish you a happy and healthy start to the holiday season. Hey, I sneaked in when no one was looking, and guess what? I scored some gravy. Nice. I think there's some protein strips in the lounge. (laughs) This was a good day. Yeah, nobody died. Not even a random pod. Aww. Madeline on a string, though. That was awesome. Lights!
the Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. Contact Day is in but a few short months, which means it is time to begin preparations for the Bi-Decennial Festival. This year, we are celebrating every single one of you living in my beloved Windfall It is not our business to question the Queen's will. It is not our business to do anything but follow it. It is you and your loyalty that has laid the groundwork for this incredible utopian society that we seek for. Do you have any idea what's going on with us? It is the duty of each and every one of you to do everything you can to make the festival a success this year. Are you ready to speak kindly with me now, child? I have no doubt that this year will be one for the history books, and that will be due in no small part to the dedication of my adoring <laughs> Windfall, a dystopian science fiction podcast from Rogue Dialogue.